Hello. Thanks for connecting to the teachings of Prophet Lovi Elias. May you be blessed by this teaching and may your life never be the same. To get the most value from this word, empty your heart and be ready to receive. If you have been impacted by this ministry and want to sow into it, please visit prophetlovi.com or revelationchurchla.org. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 33. Are we all there? Yes. Let's read it together. One, two, three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. You may be seated in heavenly places. This is one of the most misunderstood verse in the church. I, I think I started with violence. <laughs> ah, you see these people on this side, they love violence. Whoa! These are the people in school. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Listen to me. This is one of the most misunderstood scriptures in the body of Christ. And because it is misunderstood, a lot of believers are in struggles and in unnecessary poverty. Unnecessary. Remember the word unnecessary. Unnecessary. Unnecessary struggles, unnecessary hardships. Because simply, we don't take God's word for what it says. You see, the word of God does not need interpretation because the word of God explains itself. When we try to explain God, then what we are doing is we are saying God doesn't speak clear enough. What people struggle with is not what God is saying. is trying to fit in what God is saying with what they think. And by doing that, what happens immediately is they become, there is a conflict because God means what he says and what he says is law. You can't do anything about it. Whether you agree with it, whether you disagree with it, whether you battle with it, it doesn't change. He is the unchangeable changer. But for us, because we don't understand the way God is, we start justifying and legalizing what we think he means instead of emptying ourselves and being in a position to receive from him. You see, when you are not empty, your cup can never be filled by God. And if God cannot pour into you, then you can never understand the intent or the mind of God. You see, the Lord says it this way. My ways are not your ways. As my thoughts, as, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts. So the moment you think you know, it means you don't know. So I rather go by what he says than me trying to formulate what he's trying to say. Because the moment I try to think this is what he means. I have already missed it because his ways and his thoughts are higher than mine. Yes, yes. amen. Yes. So my best protection, my best position is to be in a place of what did he say? And can I comprehend what he says? 
not let me imagine, let me formulate what he's trying to say. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And his righteousness. His. Not mine. Not your pastors. Not your bishops. But what does God mean by righteousness? If we don't understand that, then all these things, what are all these things? The blessing we are pursuing, the healing we are seeking, the deliverance we desire, the open doors. We will always pray for them, but they are supposed to be a side effect of righteousness. Yes. Yes. Amen. There are things you are praying for that was never in God's plan for you to pray for. I I wish somebody could hear me. There are things you are praying for that according to God, it is an error why you are praying for them. The Bible says it like this. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children beg for bread. You, you are always praying, Father, financial breakthrough, error. Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to put on. I dress Solomon real deep with all the Fendi's and the Gucci's of his time. You, I will dress you even better. But you are busy saying, Father, I don't even have clothes. Error. This is why many times, even those who are in the world, it is difficult for them to believe that your God can bless because you talk about him so much. But the fruits of who he is cannot be seen. Tell the truth. Okay, I'm preaching to them. Let me find where church is. The church is on this side. This side. He's speaking the truth. I like that row over there. So, so, listen to me by the Spirit of God. Capture this as best as you can. The kingdom of God is not in word. The Bible tells you that. It's not about talk. It's about demonstration. But the church has become that if you demonstrate, if you demonstrate, you are either prideful Oh, you're dressing so nice, so you think you're better than us. When you demonstrate God, it is a problem. We have associated darkness, suffering with God. Yet Jesus said, I have done all the suffering so that you don't suffer. He was made poor so that you may be rich. Yes. But you enjoy suffering thinking that's what makes you a Christian. No, it doesn't. Uh, is somebody capturing what I'm trying to say? Yeah, the teaching to the nations, prophet. Now, 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 hear me well because we are going somewhere. We are going somewhere and I believe by God's grace, God is going to help us. A, a good example is this. People are always, and, and I don't want, sometimes it baffles me because... To see the grace of God is to know the love of God, right? They will see somebody prophetically manifesting. And when I mean prophetically manifest, to manifest simply means uh, the appearance of what you cannot see. 
They will see somebody prophesying you. You are supposed to be dead if it is not for your sister. Repent and receive God. Or by next month on this day, that grace is running out, you're dying. Give your life to Jesus. They will say that is divination. No, that is not of God. You bring people to Jesus. It is not right. You preach Jesus. It is also wrong. What do you want? All this is because people want their own version of how God operates. Yes. Yes. And not the operations of God. Yes. Amen. Amen. I always say this. I always say this. If I am of Satan, I am doing the worst job ever. I, I am like a terrible servant of the devil because I keep sending people to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hell should fire me. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Repent, give your life to Jesus. If not, they'll be like, uh, this, this is... In my spirit, I don't feel... Yet the Lord Jesus is saying, anybody that is preaching and sending souls to me, doing things in my name can never curse me. He is not against us, he's part of us. But they will find a reason why you should not be. All this is because to them what defines righteousness or the mechanics of God is off. Now, there are two things that block us from receiving all things that God has for us. The everything else. Let me be honest with you. Can I be honest with you? Yes. God doesn't mind you having a jet, a Lamborghini, a house on a hill, under the sea. God doesn't care because he wants you to have those things. Amen. The issue is you don't want to be blessed because you want to be blessed in the way. Think about it like this. Stand here, my son. Stand here. Face me. You have these nice glasses that will give me better sight. And you're like, I have something that will give you better vision. I say, no, but I am not good enough. Just take the glasses. No, but uh, I haven't suffered enough. Take the glasses. Uh, but I need to pay for it. No, I paid for it. No, I, yeah. I, I, I can't take the glass. Yeah, that's good. Don't worry about it. What if I break them? They are insured. No, but, but I will break them. This is the attitude of Christians in the sight of God. God wants to bless you. God wants to lift you. But you are so stuck in your ways. That God is struggling. Imagine God is struggling to bless you. You think that it is you struggling to get blessed. It is the other way around. God is struggling. (laughs) Sit for two seconds. Let me help you. Let me help you because we are not going to preach for too long. Let's, Let's go. Listen to me this way. Listen to this. There is nothing that God hates like self-righteousness. 
because we have his righteousness and we have self-righteousness these two things are not the same and neither can they meet in the middle we have his righteousness and we have what we call self-righteousness meaning what i have tailor-made for myself defining what god wants now one thing that you need to understand about god is this and it is important for every single one of you that are here and the thousands watching online god does not accept what he did not give this is why this is why understand this and i'm telling you this uh, sincerely and truthfully for you to truly um, be opened up by the spirit of God for you to understand. God cannot receive what he never gave. Anything that you offer of yourself, you will never accept it because God has never owed anybody anything. Yes. That is God's thinking. If you can give him something, then he is not God. And if you give him something, he will not accept it because you don't know what he likes. Are, are you listening to me? Yes, this is good. Last night, I was here with, uh, I was here with, uh, with uh, the tall man. Who else was here with me yesterday? I can't remember. I, I was with him. We were about four, right? Yeah, John and Masengo. Oh, Uncle Masengo was here with me. We came around 2 a.m. Was it 2 or whatever? 2 a.m. We came. I just called them and they came to pray with me. And we were here for some time and then we went home. I was explaining something to them because they were like, why is it that when you pray there is such a presence and you pray with such ease? And, and I explained to them that you have to understand that the grace of God is embedded within somebody's spirit. You cannot produce outside of what has been allocated to you. So when you are come and you experience a certain presence, it is not because it is special that just showed up. It is attached to that person. That is why when Moses left, the manifestation of God with Moses also disappeared. When Elijah left, what was with Elijah also with God also disappeared. It is embedded within the DNA. Now, anybody who tries to step out of that already fails because God will respond on the basis of what he has allocated. An example is this. If my son here prays, lift your hands, and says, Father, heal me. He has the same Jesus I have. Father, heal me. Father, deliver me. And this is what confuses a lot of people with self-righteousness. They will quote all scriptures in the, in the Bible. They will meditate every single thing. God will still not heal them. But if they pray, God, give me bread, God will provide. But when it comes to them being healed, God is not responding. Then they come to me. I say, it is done. They are healed. Why didn't Jesus answer him? Because what he's asking for is not allocated to the grace. Wow. Wow. That is good. Some people didn't get it. Uh, is somebody understanding this? Yes. You remember, you remember in, prote prof, uh, in uh, Hill School, 
I said, no, not, not where you come from. Which side, huh? I said, you are the one, come. <laughs> so, I pray for this young man standing here, and I tell him to pray for the woman. He prays for the woman, and then I come touch the woman's ear. The, the ear is back. The woman is crying. Now, some people will watch that and say, that's witchcraft. Or, or, or that is not of God. Or why didn't God heal her? You should find God for yourself. The reason why you keep regurgitating nonsense is because you don't understand how God works. What God gave my mentor Rachel, he never gave me. The only way I was going to grow in that grace was for me to be with her. And by spending time with her, knowing her, teaching me, the grace transfers Hallelujah. and immediately my grace is expanded. Yes. Hallelujah. What I can attain now has increased yes. not because of me, but because of something that was given to somebody else Amen. and that somebody else shared with me. Amen. Self-righteousness teaches you you are your own island. I, I wish somebody could. Can somebody hear me? Yes. Hear you. Self-righteousness tells you you don't need anyone. Just me and my Jesus. Oh, Jesus is all I need. Oh, my. Just the word. Too much of the word will make you a Pharisee. The word without revelation, you become a Pharisee. You will notice those who are the most skeptic about miracles, yeah. deliverance, yeah. are the ones that claim they love the word of God. Yeah. Yet the word of God is full of deliverance, healing, miracles. Yeah. But they doubt it because they lack revelation. Come on. Too much of the word without revelation will make you a Pharisee. Wow. God will visit you and you will miss him. Wow. It's easy. Good. good. I wish somebody could hear me. So, so, so the Bible says it clearly. Daddy, please say it so that they can. The letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. The one who wrote the scriptures, God is telling you, by the way, too much of the word will kill you. But my spirit will give you life. It is the spirit that quickeneth. Yes. We are not saying don't read the word. Don't misunderstand. We are saying read the word of God by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Not your version of what you wanted to meet. Is somebody capturing this? Self-righteousness teaches you you don't need anybody. Self-righteousness says, I know what God is thinking, so I'm going to do it. He doesn't need to say anything. If you know something about God, is you don't do God a favor that he didn't ask you to do. Yes. Amen. The Amen. Ark of the Covenant 
he says, Moses, anoint the Levites. Prepare them to carry my ark. So they have been ordained to carry it. The Levites are carrying it. They are walking. One person trips. Falls. The ark is falling. A young man runs to rescue the ark. Good intention touches the ark, dies. You are told only Levites should touch it. Who sent you? Some of you, you have become master of the prophetic, yet you have never prophesied. That prophecy is not of God. What qualifies you to say? That miracle is not of God. Okay. Have you ever performed one? You see, even in the world, okay, sometimes it is strange that I find the world is wiser. The Bible literally says the children of darkness are wiser than the children of light. I don't know what happened to the church. Even in the world we understand that if you are not in a certain profession, you are not even qualified to be discussing Yes, that's it. That's it. You see, when the scandemic was going on, everybody was a health expert. <laughs> Hello? When gas prices went up, everybody became international policy expert. The oil comes from the middle. Ah! It is because of this conflict and this... When did you become an expert? But people just follow trends it's true. without any qualifications I, I bet you I have met people who were telling me you know you'll be even more anointed if you do this I said why don't you do it <laughs> maybe the one who is not clapping is the <laughs> Imagine people will go to this length simply because of self-righteousness. Sometimes it's so, it's so crazy to me. I will sit down and I will know, I will be like, okay, this person has a small prophetic grace. Let me actually help them. Then the moment I'm like, okay, do you know how to, do you know how this works? They'll say, oh, you know, the Lord actually also I just know immediately they are not ready to learn. I leave them alone. Immediately. I say, wow, you are deep. <laughs> and then they will see me ministering prophetically. Say, ah, ah, you are ex. I just, I want to be under your feet. I'm like, no, you're not ready. You don't get it. You don't understand yet. You need time to be delivered from self-righteousness. Self-righteousness teaches you to qualify yourself before God. Self-righteousness teaches you to qualify you before God. Self-righteousness says, Lord, 
because I fasted 40 days and 40 nights, I need to be anointed. Because I feed the poor, I should be rich. Self-righteousness teaches you to qualify yourself before God. God, look at me. Do you see how holier than thou I am? I'm better than them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's. I'm better than them. You should use me. That is self-righteousness because self-righteousness relies on self-qualification. Yet God does not accept anything that he did not provide. That is not the way God works. The only reason why God forgave the whole world is because he himself became a human being and offered himself as a sacrifice to himself. Let me show you how he did it. Tall one, come. Stand. Stand. Face me. So you are, you, are, you are God, right? So I am the human race. No, okay, not in that way. It's okay. So you are, the, you, you are God. We are pretending. Christians will say, oh, you see. He's tall. He's a Nephilim. He's probably... Is probably one of the gods. <laughs> so you are angry, right? You say, you humans have sinned. I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> then go to the other side. You yourself and face and say, have mercy. But it is the same guy yes. turning himself into a human being. Yes. And says, I am going to offer myself to you. Yes. Forgive them. Yes. And then you give. Give. And then walk to the other side. And say, okay, I accept this sacrifice. Yes. That's good. Then you and me are saved. Hallelujah. Do you, do you see how he, he thinks? Yes. The same guy playing two roles. You have sinned. I will wipe you from the face of the earth. Then he says, okay. Let me become the only man that hasn't sinned. Have mercy. I have not sinned against you. But I will offer myself on their behalf. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see them? Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is an interesting God. Anyone that walks with self-righteousness cannot be molded by God. Because self-righteousness says, I will mold myself. I don't need God to mold me. I will perfect myself. I don't need God to perfect me. You see, when people say, the Bible says, Uh, Be ye holy for I am holy. They don't understand what scripture is saying. There is none holy but God. Yes. So he's saying, why would he say be ye holy? They misunderstand. They don't even understand. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me show you how crazy self-righteousness is. Has God ever sinned? 
Can God sin? Does he have the capacity to sin? If he is holy, then it means that sin has nothing to do with holiness. It is a nature. I am. He did not say I became. I am holy. So be. Notice it is a command. It is not a works thing. The same way way he said light be. He's saying be. He's calling a nature that he has bestowed on you to manifest but you are thinking he's talking about your character. Yes. This is good. Yet holiness has nothing to do with sin. Wow. They are not even the same. Any Christians that speaks with, of holiness and sin, they, are, they should be slapped. Amen. Because the cure to sin is righteousness, not holiness. No one can be holy. If you become holy, you become God. That is why it is something that is bestowed. Okay, the Bible says, and the holy prophets. Name me one prophet that didn't sin. One. Ah, no. That one I reject. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Not by works. Holiness, yes. Not by works. This is something bestowed told upon you by God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Holiness is I no longer I used to throw f bombs. I don't do it anymore. So now I am holy. That's not what holiness is. Angels are holy yet they've never sinned. It is an inherent nature that is bestowed. Any Christian Chasing holiness, it is a dog chasing his own tail. For you, I will. Any Christian chasing holiness, it is a dog chasing his own tail. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes, this is good. We don't know the meaning of things and by not knowing the meaning of things what it has done is it has stifled our walk with God we are frustrating God let me let me let me help you again let's let's read a little bit i feel like i didn't read the bible too much today they will say you see it doesn't even read <laughs> proverbs chapter 21 verse 21 Proverbs 21, 21. Amen. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. If you don't have good eyes, you will not really understand what it's saying. Righteousness is followed. But when you find it, you find life. You find righteousness and you find honor. Remember, to be honored, it means that you have received something. You have been given something that is worth somebody honoring. This is the same verse with the Matthew we just read. And everything else will be added to you. Exactly same verse. Yes. Yes. Different wording. Same words. 
or same context. Let me go a little deeper. Because of time, let me, let me go somewhere else. God is not seeking for you to do anything because if you try to be righteous, you are saying what Jesus did is not enough. Maybe you didn't hear what I'm saying. The whooping Jesus took, the nailing on the cross, the suffering he took upon himself. When you try to be good, you are telling God what Jesus did is not good enough. Yet you are accepted, not because of what you and me have done, but because of what Jesus has done. Amen. You see, how many people believe they are children of God? Wave your hands. Yes, we are all children of God. Thank you. Let me ask you a question. Do you expect your child to do any work? I'm not saying, no, no, child. No. I'm not talking about teenager. No. A child. No. This young boy, this is, this is my son and nephew, okay? I don't expect him to do anything pertaining to his life, except go to school, do well in school, come home, clean your bedroom, eat, sleep, do it again tomorrow, be respectful. That's it. He is not here to start worrying about, how will I pay for my college? <laughs> My health care. Car insurance, fire insurance. That is not his duty to worry about because he is still what? A child. So now, Romans, Romans chapter 5 verse 17. For, it, for if by one man offense death reigned by one... Much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. What does it mean? Grace is a gift. Amen. God has decided and said, I am no longer mad at you. I'm just madly in love with you. You can never do any wrong to me because all the wrong you are going to do, Jesus took it and I punished him for it. So even if you do wrong, you are not really doing wrong because any punishment that I would want to give you, I already gave him. This is too difficult for Christians to receive. Yet it is the easy way out. I want you to think about that. Many of you think that if you see there is a difference between a sinner and a righteous person. A sinner is somebody who is outright rebelling against God willingly. When you have received the gift of righteousness, this is how God looks at you. Proverbs 24 verse 16. 
Proverbs 24 verse 16. Are you ready for this? Let's read it together. One, two, three. For a just man falleth seven times. Whoa. In today's church, if I fell one time, it's true. I am not a just man. It's true. Help us. The word just means righteous. So I can stumble. One, two, three. God is still saying, just man, stand up. Amen. But you in the church today, one mistake, we knew God was never there. You fall one time. God doesn't, if God is like, you call yourself names, God is like, huh? What are you talking about? When you are in Christ, you have been justified. Not because of you, but because of him. The blessings that God has for you, he cannot give you until you receive the first blessing, which is righteousness. Amen. Because it is by that righteousness that will qualify you and justify the ability for you to maintain everything that God will give you. So if you cannot receive the foundation of the blessing, how are you going to receive the blessing? How are you going to receive it? How are you even going to keep it if you wanted to? It becomes impossible for God to bless you because you are resisting the means in which he blesses. It becomes a struggle for God because he has said you are not guilty but you want to be guilty. How can a guilty person, even in our society today, get benefits Even a job you can't get if you're a felon. No one can trust you. Even though that is your past, you served your time. There's a, mm, I don't know. But God has wiped your record clean. Amen. Amen. And when he looks at you, he says, you are the best human being that ever lived, that deserves every Amen. good blessing. Every healing, every increase, every transformation, every elevation I have made available for you because you are perfect in my sight. Yes. Amen. But you are so used to fighting every day that you can't seem to stop fighting. To the point that now your fight is no longer with the devil, it's with God. I want to bless you. Let me just love you. So God is wondering, how can I help this one? This is the condition of believers. And God wants us to change. Because this is not going to change by prayer. This is going to change by you looking in the mirror and saying, yeah. I'm tired of being tired. Amen. Let me just accept God's way. Amen. 
If that's what is going to do it, then I'm going to do it. Amen. Stop trying to find errors with yourself where God has removed them. God doesn't mind your weaknesses because he has already accepted you and he will help you. He who started a good work within you, he will finish it. He chose you the way you are, not to leave you the way you are. He's okay with it and he's going to build you up. Let let me say something. Uh, Apostle, uh, uh, Bishop, I'm going to say it because God told me to say it. Uh, uh, No, 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 you don't need to put the mic on him. But I'm going to say because God told me to say it. The person that spoke to you on Thursday night, let me, can I expose a little bit? What the person doesn't know, I'm going to tell you a story. Six, it was three or four weeks ago, I'm in prayer. I'm in prayer before the Lord. One of my senior prophets calls me, said, "Uh, how are you? I said, I'm good. We are talking. We pray together. He said, "Uh, there is a woman in your church. She's been coming. And he described her. He said, this woman is, is a reporter. They are trying to find a way to pull you down. She's going to fabricate that you are fake, you do all this fake stuff. And they are going to expose themselves. Let's pray that they will expose themselves. They won't even understand what they are doing. So, now, I am just waiting to see them, right? On Thursday night, after service, the person approaches Bishop. Bishop is here. Approaches Bishop. And tells Bishop, ah, we know he's using his fake, he's using divination spirit and all these things. Bishop asks, so why are you coming to this church? Are there no thousands of other churches? Trying to offer cash to tarnish me. Let me tell some haters some news. Let, let me tell you something. Let, let me just inform them. This gift doesn't just work in church. It works all the time. Yes, that's right. Let, let me tell something to, to these people. The Bible says it this way. What God has started is like a wrecking ball. You stand in front of it. It would destroy you. What man starts can fall. Yes. But what God has started, you can't do nothing about it. Amen. Get used to it. Amen. Just see the level of the wickedness of men. But all this, sit for two seconds, sit for two seconds. But all this, but all this, do you know why all this is? Simply because of self-righteousness. There is no way God talks like that because he didn't talk to you. Let me tell you, if we have paid actors, we have the best cast. Ah, our casting comma. 
We must be rehearsing week in, week out because it's crazy. The rehearsals must be crazy. <laughs> I was talking to Wes and his wife yesterday and he was like, man, backstage you must just be handing, uh, what is it called? A script. You'll be from Pennsylvania. You'll be, your name. <laughs> so make sure you rehearse your lines. Souls are being saved. People are being healed. Yes. People yes. are being brought to Jesus. Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, I promise you we are finished. I promise you we are finished. Two seconds. Those things don't bother me because they've always been there from the beginning. It's okay. And some, some of them, they're the same ones that start that way and then they turn out to be the greatest disciples. It always is like that. So we are not worried about them. But what I'm trying to explain to you is this, is that self-righteousness condemns your own spirit. To the point that you have to make somebody else wrong. In order for you to feel right. Wow. That's good. He can't be tall and handsome and African and, and be a prophet. Look at his face. He's too beautiful. No. Something is off. <laughs> Listen to that accent. Uh-uh. They have to find, you see, this is why you have to make sure you don't have self-righteousness. Because many of you, God will want to bless you. But the moment you start saying, mm, how did, why did God bless her and not me? And why is he increasing and I've been, that means immediately you have that, understand that, ah, self-righteousness. Because I am comparing based on me. Not based on God's grace. Because so God's grace is God's grace. So he gives grace to whoever he wants. He blesses whoever he wants. He lifts whoever he wants. It is not based on anything. It's based on what he wants. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Why didn't I get a car? Because I didn't say so, so what? Do you get what I'm saying? So you, you, you are trying to fight God who has justified people the way he wants and you can't question him. So the moment you can have that moment of sitting down and say, God, have I not been faithful? God, even my tongues are better than them. Oh Lord, my praise dance is deep. I have done this all my life. And they are Christian for one week and you bless them. 
you start wishing evil on people thinking you are praying ah that's good self-righteousness self-righteousness will make you a bitter person because God will always bless as he wishes to bless I decree and declare those who are waiting for you to fall those who are waiting for you to suffer yes the Lord will disappoint your enemies. The Lord will disappoint who are waiting for you to fall. Amen. Those who have been comparing themselves to you. Amen. They are about to be put to shame. Amen. Amen. Whatever it is you are believing God for. From today, just receive righteousness. Amen, I receive. If you look at God and God says, you see, I always remember when my little Andrew was born. And Andrew grew a a few months. I remember my nephew, his mother. She was suffering from lupus and she couldn't have kids based on the medication. You know, some of you think these miracles only happen to you. They start with my own family. I looked at her and I said, God is going to give you a boy. She said, no, there's no way. The doctor said, I said, okay, do me a favor. Can you watch Andrew for three, four days? Every day, just come and watch him. I'm going to be busy. She didn't know what I was doing. She watched him, watched him, watched him, watched him. After a few days, she was reading a book, how, what to expect when you're expecting, because she's pregnant. Wow. Hallelujah. That is how my nephew was born. Wow. And he has two other siblings after wow. him. Amen. Amen. Glory. When God has decided you are perfect, Stop looking for a way to say you're not perfect. When God says, I will heal you, stop trying to justify why you will not be healed. Accept the gift of God. Amen. Accept the blessing of God. Amen. For it is good and beautiful in His sight. Yes. Hallelujah. What you did yesterday, it was yesterday. Yesterday. Stop bringing it up today. You can't even do it today. It's gone. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. So God has enough mercy for every single foolish thing you will ever do. Every morning, it is a reset button like nothing happened. The mercy doesn't come because you prayed. He has already decided every day I will have new mercies on you. Meaning that you are always in an advantageous position. Stop giving Satan too much credit. If the devil is trying to pull you down, think about how much more God wants to bless you. Amen. 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 
if the devil is trying to stop you how much think about how much god wants to launch you yes. amen amen come out of this mindset that you think it is godly but it's actually from the pit of hell we have been justified we have been glorified with him God has decided I love you and nothing will come between that love not your weakness no demon this is what Paul said he said I am convinced that nothing can separate me from the love of when God decided to kill his son for you it means he has already decided to love you more than him no you didn't hear what I'm saying He is sacrificing his only begotten for you. It means you have become precious more than the only begotten. I don't think you I don't think it is registering in your brain. The Lord's love for us can never make sense. Stop trying to make it make sense. I've seen people come to me and say, oh, he can prophesy so deep because he's, he's so faithful. I say, hey, uh-uh. You don't know. He did this because he wants to. I didn't choose it. Uh-uh. I never sat there and said, now from today, I was driving with Uncle Fred coming on Thursday. And, uh, and uh, Uncle Fred, I love Uncle Fred because Uncle Fred is just Uncle Fred. Yeah. Uncle Fred, we are in the car and I tell Uncle Fred, please bump for me some Michael Jackson. I need to be even more relaxed. So you imagine somebody who doesn't will be like, you should be blasting some hallelujah. <laughs> God is able to mm -mm. me I, I don't rely on myself I rely on him it has nothing to do with me Hallelujah! I want to be as relaxed as possible that he may do what he wants to do I have already prayed I won't pray anymore in the car that will change anything I was busy in the car you rock my world I'm like oh this thing is deep. I'm remembering my childhood, trying to moonwalk. In my heart, I am at peace. I know that these people are not gathered because of me. They didn't come to see me. If you don't show up, it is you, not me, Lord. That's my mindset. If I come to somebody and say, let me talk to you, and he doesn't, and his angels don't minister to me, I'm not the one who's looking bad. I'm here in your name. You better deliver. Because you sent me. Amen. I did not send myself. Amen. So I am free. Free. Hallelujah. Shout free. 
I am so free and comfortable. I am so relaxed. I'm, I'm, I'm just out here. I love him. I do what he wants me to do. And I show up. He told Moses, go. And Moses says, but I don't know what to say. He said, just open your mouth. I will put words in there. Yes. You just get there and just... You are trying to do things that it is not for you to do. Let the king do what he wants to do. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I want you to lift your hands to him and I want you to pray. I want you to pray. And I want you to look to God and say, Father, I receive the gift of righteousness. For too long I have fought it. But today I just receive it. And I allow you to do with me what you want to do. Mold me as you desire. Lift up your voice and speak to the Lord. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teachings. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on Giving. Revelation Church is located in Simi Valley, California and has prophetic service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, Shalom.